Welcome to Wheelmen of Genius. That was a late edition. Yeah. That was a weak clap, but I think it'll do. Ooh, that one was crisp, though. Why are we clapping? Because we're filming, and we're going to post this one. Uh, I'm but not, yeah, I'm not posting anything. Welcome to Wheelman of Genius Season 3, Episode 6. Why did we start doing seasons? I don't know. We should have just gone with numbers. I don't know. Anyways. You're the one who controls that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But it like, is... We were at, like, Episode 30-something, and then we just quit doing that, and now it's, like, seasons. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I did that. But anyways... We're back in the studio. We got the camera. We're going to post it, I promise. I got somebody helping me out with that now, so that should be good. Uh, but, yeah, we're uh, back after Martinsville. We were right. They did try it in the rain. It was Barely. too late. Barely. It was way, they should have ran. They should have started sooner, my opinion. Even Kyle Bush said that, so I feel yeah. like I'm not too far off. I don't understand why we sat around and waited for them to dry the track 90%. Yeah, and then put rain tires on. I think they were just then, scared. Then put rain tires on. Then go out there and pace for 30 laps. Yeah, I mean, I get both sides. We could have done it knowing now what we know. But if we went out there when it was too wet and it was a... Pit road was a disaster. That's why we were... The air pacing. titans were making the pit roads worse. Yeah. Well, not our pit box. Um, our pit box, there was a solid inch of water. Yeah, so your pit box was what, like, our pit box was dry. They'd go through someone oh, yeah. like yours pit box, yeah. and then it would drag it all the way back over ours, yeah, that, make ours wet that again. That was useless. Like, Air Titans and all that stuff on pit road was absolutely useless because the crews were doing a good enough job themselves yeah. getting their boxes dry. Luckily, we had, we actually had one of the only openings. So we could push, we could push our water out the opening. Right. I mean, we could have gone sooner. Now that we know that we could have gone sooner, maybe we will. Uh, we should have put rain tires on when it started sprinkling. Like, in my that, mind... That infuriated In me. my mind, we're thinking about going on slicks. Just put the rain tires on. If you're that... Like, if you're contemplating going on slicks, put the rain tires on. Like, listen, we knew NASCAR wasn't going to try that I had first. a banger tweet on that, by the way. You did. That one... That went pretty viral. Yeah. You're quite the artist. Snapchat. Um, where was I going with this? NASCAR was not going to use the Xfinity Series first to try this out. This was always going to be a truck series thing. I, I had that in my mind. Yeah. Right? Because it's the truck series, right? We only get 700,000 viewers. Right. You can either make it a banger or you can make it a joke. And I think we kind of fell more on the joke side. Yeah, I agree. I think, tr- like... Them trying to control everything. Like, in my mind, they'd be like, you want to put rain tires on? Go ahead. See what happens. Yeah. If you think you need them, put them on. If you don't, stay on slicks. See what happens. Perfect strategy call by Corey Heim. Just stay out. Yeah, I couldn't believe those guys pitted when the rain was coming. I could not believe that. We gained, like, six spots because of that. But, I don't know. They should, like, if you want to put them on, put them on. Yeah, the ending, the ending of that race was terrible. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't know. It's. I had a thought in my head a second like, ago. You don't and I have totally to say forgot. it. I can say it. I mean, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I'll say it. You don't have to say it. That was, the end of the race was terrible. Yeah. It, I mean, the like, end of the race wasn't very good. I mean, I, we could have kept going, though. We could have we put rain tires on and kept going. The thing that make, is a joke to me is we, put, we even put wipers on it. 
Yeah, never needed never a wiper. Yeah. No one ever even used them. Turned the lights on for 10 minutes. I saw a hint of a spray for three laps at the beginning of that race off the rear tires. That but was it. everyone raced in the groove. Because so it, it wasn't wet enough. It wasn't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought everyone was going to be around the wall and stuff because you're going to want to be on the, not on the concrete because it's a little bit more slippery. But I don't know. It, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, they tried it. Maybe they'll learn from that experience and keep going. I just think that we could have utilize the rain tires more like i saw this is what i was thinking of someone tweeted like well not everybody has two sets of rain tires so i get it who cares i, I don't there's a lot of times i went to atlanta in an xfinity car with one set of tires are they gonna ra- shorten the race for me no, no. they're gonna let you go that's your problem i saw a thing it was like one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars was spent on rain tires to run in the dry yeah crazy yeah i mean and there wasn't Correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't see a lot of wear on the, the slick tires. No, but the the rain tires did. Or not on the yeah the rain tires. The rain tires no they wore. We slowed down a lot. Well, because it right, dried out. It's so dry. I mean, if the track's wet, they're not going to wear like that. But if the track's dry, they're going to wear like no other. But what was your feeling first green flag lap, watching those trucks go off into turn one? I knew they'd be fine. I mean, the track was dry. They were going to be slower because you're on rain tires. I had, like, I tweeted something like I want to be a part of this shit show. And then, like, that was kind of early. That was when we very first put them on, I guess. Or right before we put them on. It was like, that was like, Cruci said, get the rain tires. We're putting them on. And uh, I'm like, still pretty wet. And we're going to go on this. Like, this is going to be kind of cool. But then by the time the race got around, I'm like, this isn't going to be a shit show. Like, this is going to be fun. We're just going to be slow because we're on rain tires. But... I mean, there was a lot. I mean, there was a decent amount of people that they pulled the rip cord, they pulled the ejector cord. No, they did. But I mean, they went straight to the back. I mean, if you would have gone one lap, you'd have realized that it's not that bad. You think you could have started the race on slicks? Yeah, I would have. I like, and if and if it wasn't for NASCAR trying to control when you put what tires on, I would have called this in. Well, I guess not at Martinsville, but. Like, I mean, you only had the last 25 laps. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, if you put slicks on on lap five, you probably would have got your laps back. You're not getting three laps back in 15 minutes. Yeah, I guess that's true. You can get two back at the wave, but then that doesn't do you any good. You can get two back by the wave, maybe. But in my opinion, no, you would have got, dude. You'd have gotten one back. I don't think you understand how much faster you'd have been on slicks. Yeah, but I don't... Because then you just root underneath the bottom, so you're still in the groove. Like, you're not having to worry about that. But, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy they tried it. Could it be done better? Sure. It's the first time they did it. I was talking to a guy at Chevrolet, and he was like, yeah, it was like this the first time at Montreal in the Xfinity Series. They controlled all of it, and we eventually got to the point where we kind of just do what we think we need to do. So, I think it's definitely possible... Where's the next place we'll see that? Wilkesboro. Wilkesboro. Hopefully not. I hope it doesn't rain. That would stink if that was. It like seems a race like we've like been that. on a terrible run with rain these last. Couple no, weeks. I remember saying like, it's. I remember the beginning of the year last year was like good, like no rain anywhere. Yeah, this year's been bad. Yeah, it has. But I mean, you're going to places where it always rains. Martinsville, it always rains. Bristol, it always rains. Richmond, it always rains. It's that. Did it rain in Daytona? It's that little area. Yes. It did. Yeah, we ended we ended under caution. They stopped the race. The trucks, yes. Yes, trucks. I'm thinking about Xfinity. I think Xfinity, we were dry all day. 
dry qualifying, dry race, whole way. Yeah. Started on time and all that. But, yeah, I think um, I'm happy they tried it. We'll see what they do moving forward. I mean, it's easy to criticize. But at the same time, they don't want to go tear a bunch of trucks up. But now they realize, okay, maybe we can go 30 minutes earlier. Yeah, but then they say they never want to tear trucks up. But then what's literally every single promo that they have? I agree. I mean, I get that, too. I mean, there's there's two sides. But, I mean, that's not NASCAR making those promos. That's Fox. That's NBC. As much as they would love to bring every truck home clean. Yeah, I mean, it. And it's like fans saying they don't want to see crashes. Yeah, you do. That's yeah. why everyone shows up to Talladega. That's why every every single kid that started watching NASCAR watched it because cars crashed. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I did. Or play the video games. Yeah. So, <clears throat> like, because when you're a kid, you don't understand, like, good racing. Like, you don't see, like, good side-by-side racing, and you're like, oh, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. When you're a kid, you want to see the car blow over down the backstretch of Talladega and flip 19 times. Like, wow, that was sick. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. But I might do some iRacing tonight. I haven't iRaced in a it's minute. It's Talladega week. Ugh. I Easiest did. way to get tons of iRating, not safety rating, yeah. iRating. I did some actual racing. Well, I guess, I mean, I was, I've raced a little bit. We saw, we went to, we went to Millbridge last night in the non-wing micro division, which turns out, Bally Curry. I have the screenshots. Oh, really? That's what it said on Race Monitor? Did you not look at it? No. I was I B- was angry after. I was like, Matt, shut the hell up talking to me. It said B-A-L-E-Y. They also said I was from Pinehurst, Texas. Ooh. How far is that? I don't know where that is. That's Pinehurst, nice. North Carolina, I've heard of, but I've never heard of. Great golf course. Yeah, great. That's the only reason I know about it. Golf course, but it said I was from Pinehurst, Texas. Whatever. I don't care. So you got your dick kicked in. Bad, dude. Well, I mean, we had we had issues. We had fuel pressure, injector, something was wrong. I think there's... Did you, ma- on, did you fill it up with fuel? Yeah, there's maintenance on the injectors that I don't know how to do, and I feel like I should be doing, but we were just, like, we went and tested Sunday. We were decent, need a little bit more gear, put some more gear in it. Still didn't turn any more RPM. Same, like, same deal. And... Did you do a taller gear? Yeah, I, I put more gear, so, like, we were... We went from a fourteen, from forty-seven to a forty-eight rear sprocket. So now you got to up. Does this work kind of like conventional go kart stuff? Yes. So you got to increase the front sprocket too. No, I would need to decrease the front sprocket to get more torque more or torque. more bottom end. But no one like that's that's a huge job. Like if you change, so if we went from a fourteen to a thirteen, I'd have to change like ten teeth in the back. Right, because you're. Or what I'm hearing, some guys are going to a 12 front sprocket and still running the same rear, but shifting to third instead of running second. But I don't know, dude. That those people take that stuff serious out there. I mean, oh, Chad yeah. Boats out there, Dave McDobby's out there. Like, I mean, it's the Carber cars. It's everybody and their brother, and dude. It's sister, hard. Cousin, the in-laws, dude. It's they've had to increase the parking lot, like. Yeah, six times it's, the size. It's crazy. It's it's crazy how fun it is. Like even when we sucked, like driving the car, like like I, it's still fun. The first time I ever went to Millbridge, they didn't even have the fencing up. Yeah, until Tyler Reddick launched her out of the park, right? Like I'm talking before the the. They got a big screen parts. out there. Before what? Yeah, they got a screen on the back straightaway. Oh my! Oh, because Dirt Vision came in. That's how I like. 
we were in a transfer spot in the B main, and, and you're just looking up. At and the, I was like, I was like, are we there? Are we there? Like, I'm trying to look that's at why, this thing. That's what everyone does at the Chili Bowl too. Yeah, I haven't been out there in over a year. It's fun. Like the thing they they tried to. I heard they were trying to knock the top down where it wasn't so dominant. They did. I mean, I, I I commend them for trying, but I think they did the opposite. And really, I think I'm not a dirt racer, so I could be just talking out my ass here. But I think it's because of the order. What they did was they they took the cushion on the wall. They went around the whole racetrack, shoveled the whole thing down. So there's no cushion. So you're literally on the board. But they tilled the entire track and watered the entire track. I think they were just trying to make it even. But where their issue lies, I think, they packed it. First division out there is non-wing micros who have to go to the top to use the progressive banking because the top's so sloppy. So you have to just get down, or you have to get at least on the top. So then, when you're on the top, not quite on the wall yet, you're still slinging it to the wall, and you're just building the curb. And the way they did, the way they did this was strange. So hot lap, non-wing cars right back around in line for qualifying. Qualifying, go qualify. I came back to the pits for five minutes. Back in the car, heat race. So efficient. But then they ran, like, all the other classes after that. So I think after running hot lap qualifying heat races for non-wing... So you guys were the track packers. We just blew it all to the top. Right. The curb was insane last night. Like, the wing cars went out and qualified after we did all of our stuff. They went a new track record, like, for everything. It was, like, a 935, which is digging around there. Like, the curb was so gnarly. You'd straight up, you'd go off, straight up, like... <laughs> And just throw it into the cushion as hard as you can. You're just like, ah, ah, ah. Did blow a right rear? I knocked a chance, dude. So in qualifying, I had a, I had a heater come in lap three. I got through turn two like I hadn't got through turn two ever. Like not in testing, not ever. I went in turn three. I entered a little bit lower than I should have. And I banged the cushion and I knocked a chain off. That stuck. I mean, what's the, so someone told me that I shouldn't run the little chain guy. They're like, it'll get caught. Like it'll hit a rock and it'll get bent and you'll, and then you're screwed. And then we get there and he's like, why'd y'all take that off? You need that. And I'm like, dude, you told us not to run that. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, yes, you did. Old time hockey trick. And I'm like, Oh God. So we're like, okay, we'll be fine for hot laps and qualifying. We'll get it on for the heat race. It gets there before the heat race. Cause we had a guy run back to the shop, grab it. And then how many of your cronies were out there? Dude, there's, we're all out there. Almost. I mean, there was, it was me, Hillman, Hillman's wife, Hillman's daughter, LP, Caleb, Tyler, Charlie, Will. Jeez. So you were rolling 10, 15 deep. Yeah. What's crazy to me, though, about and You brought Mobridge, this in the gooseneck? No, we brought, we brought the Fab Shop trailer oh. that we like run cars back and forth the Fab Shop in and the Dually. And then we brought the wind tunnel toolbox with a wheel wrench in it. And we, we, we took the wind tunnel box that has, like, you know, enough tools to, to get by to work at the wind tunnel. We threw a wheel wrench, an air gauge, and a stagger tape in there and rolled on. No impacts? Oh, I think we... What do you need an impact for? I think we actually did have an impact, too. <clears throat> do you even change tires? No, I never changed. Do you wash tires? I washed them before. So you didn't wash them... During? No, that, I don't have enough time. I guess, yeah. I didn't... I forgot. I didn't have a grinder, though, because... The dirt late model guys went and tested last night too, so they took the grinder. No grinder. Which, Did you swipe any tires at the track? No. See, that's the thing. I don't know what I'm doing out there. Is the is the issue? Like you got those big teams who know what they're doing. 
Like it, Chad Boat probably comes with what six, eight cars. About I think six. Yeah. And then Dave McDavy brings uh, Cannon McIntosh, who's a hell of a. I mean, he's to me, he's one of the best midget racers there is, like in the country. Like not, he's in the top six. Okay. Uh, and this is just a Wednesday night weekly show. Yeah. At and then you got all the Chad Boat cars. Like you have Sheldon all the Creed has one. Yeah, Jack Wood was in that car. Moffat was in one. Moffat wasn't there, but he has one. Suarez like, was in a wing car. Suarez was in a wing car last night. Uh, he was driving for Carver, which is like the Josh Wise deal. Is but, that the hyper house car stuff? I believe so. I would. I think so. Um, but yeah, dude. Like it's it's tough out there to like, go run well. It's crazy. Where we've gotten because that place was put on the map for winged outlaw carts. And yeah, and I don't even think micros are, weren't micros weren't what micros didn't put them on the map, but it's what made them huge in my mind. Right. Now that's where you're getting. I mean, how many cars were in your class last night? 30, 40? Yeah, twenty-seven. And like on a Wednesday, on just on a Wednesday night in yeah. April. What's crazy to me is so we didn't have a parking spot. We had to park at the pit gate, like right next to it. On the bottom, like uh, the all, very, the, way all the way at the bottom of the hill, because they actually they have like the the, upper the top. Pad. It's closed right now for some. They got like some beef with the county or something. Uh, but I'm watching. You can't hear shit down there. No, they got they got speakers down there. Where I would, if I was going to reserve a spot, I'd go down the hill, but like under the trees over there. That's that's On the, the honey hole. Yes, dude, that's the spot to be in. Uh, but. Would you drive the car down the hill? No, you drive down and then that way. But anyways, what blew my mind is the number of kids showing up on the arrive and drive program. I watched 15 kids dragging gear bags, like, you know, driver's meetings in 30, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then all these kids, like, showing up in. for the Carber deal or showing up for the Chad Boat deal. The Like, Cannon and those guys, like they, they all got there because Cannon's a dirt racer. Like, he goes and does the whole deal. But like so many you kids. You start naming names. I'm not gonna name names, but I there's might be some Chevy people I know, and Ooh. but like Chevy drivers that I like. It's just like go like That's what Jack was. And I and I feel like look like I understand like if you're a young kid and you no know, maybe you didn't get out of school until later, so you show up late. But like the dudes that are like 20 years old showing up like come Thinking on, they're dude. a big shot. Dude, we're at Millbridge. Like, show up with the race car. Like, go to the track in the hauler. We were packed in the hauler. It was me, the hauler, which is the dually and the 24-foot tag trailer. It was me, Hillman, Kayla, or Pockets, Kayla, whatever, Tyler, LP, and Fat Pat were in there. Full truck. How many people were in the trailer? No one was in the trailer. Oh, yeah, and Eric showed up, too. Our truck driver was there, too. And Buckwheat. But, I mean... I don't know. It's hard to run good out there. I feel like I got some learning to do. I'm not going to let it beat me. I'm going to keep working at it. The one thing I noticed is everybody running a lot narrower narrower left rear tire than us. You're on last year's setup. I don't know. I don't know why they do it. I'm trying to... I think next time we go, I'm, I think... Probably LP's a stagger gonna, thing. But see, ours was taller. Our left rear... that We, we have a skinny one. And we were going to just throw it on. We're like, screw it. Let's just put it on. We suck already. But it, it was taller. Is LP racing next, or are you? So looking? he's gonna. We're gonna try to go Saturday, looking like a rainout right now. LP gonna be on it Saturday. 
Yeah, he was gonna run Saturday. <clears throat> What's his dirt experience? Did he do outlaw cards? No, yeah, he like he's like he's won like fifty races at Millbridge. So why did he let you go first? Because I was a little bit better. I was a little bit, I had a little bit quicker time at the test, and he's like, you just look more comfortable than me, so you go first. But we're gonna we're gonna get the I'm gonna pull the injectors out tomorrow. I got a buddy of mine coming to look at them and show me how to clean them and like make sure there's nothing wrong. We're gonna mess with the fuel pressure a little bit. Check your spark plugs. Spark plugs. That was another thing we're gonna work on. So we gotta get it cleaned. It's still we haven't cleaned it yet. But only it's hard though because like obviously I was coming to the podcast this afternoon. I can't work on it during work hours. We're technically off tomorrow, so I'm going to go Damn, to the shop. Damn, you guys are off tomorrow? We're working a half day. So, But I'm our gonna, Kansas truck is done. We're technically off, so I'm going to go to the shop anyway and work on the micro, get it clean and everything. Uh, So, I don't know. It's it's a blast racing out there. Like I'm not going to lie. That car is so much fun to drive, but it is so hard. I didn't realize that like non-wings like the, the class. Like, that's the top dog class that's out like there. That's like a super late model. Yeah, like that's... Like, because I was talking to Ross at the shop before we went, and I was just like, you run wing or non-wing? I was running non-wing. He's like, ooh, like, non-wing. What, what do you think is harder to drive, a wingless sprint car or a sprint car with a wing? I mean, definitely a non-wing car. Yeah. Less downforce. Yeah. More, I just More driver. I just didn't, I didn't realize that, like, I mean, because, I don't know, there's a lot of guys that just run wing. They don't run non-wing. Could be a comfort thing. I guess. I don't know, like. Is Ross gonna get in the house car one of these days or what? We'll see. If we're we gonna get it dialed in for him, we'll get it. We'll get her dialed in. I mean, then he'll I, show up and win. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm like, I was like talking a bunch of shit. Like, said, oh, I'm gonna win. I knew I wasn't gonna win, but like, it's a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be. He I'm not gonna lie. Seventh in a B main. Yeah, not good. Out of nine, there was ten. Well, one, one of them, one of them crashed. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard, dude. Like those cars are good, and those guys go out there and race every and weekend. when it's and know what they're doing when it's one lane racing. Yeah, and. And you got to throw hellacious sliders. The one thing that I will say is I did gain a little bit of confidence, believe it or not, after sucking that bad, uh, just in how to drive the car. And I don't know if I gained confidence because the curve was so tall and you could just beat it down all the way around the corner. But I gained a little bit of confidence. I did make I made one good move twice that I was pumped on. I made one good slider once and, like, and then protected the next corner and made it work. And then I got slid... Once into turn one, and there's another kid running the bottom, and I like diamond off the top, went middle of three, and got him. So you were you were scurrying for numbers. Did you end up finding some? I did. I went. To, I just went to Trimax. <laughs> it was like thirty bucks. Oh, what number did you pick? Forty-five. I was there was a part of me that was hoping you'd show up with duct tape numbers. I was thinking that was a reality for a little bit, but then I was like, ah, I just called them and they get it done. I mean, I didn't get them until one thirty on Wednesday or yesterday, so. But I mean, I don't know. It was fun. We're gonna keep working at it. I was pissed. I was pissed last night. Like, what's gonna be success for you? If I can, if I can, with the field that's out there, if I can go run in the top five, I'll be happy. Which um, I think I can. Of the B main? No, no, no. In the A main. Okay. And I think I can. I think I seriously think we don't have the engine issues. We make the A easily, and maybe run. What was the cutoff? 10th. What was the cutoff for? Being locked in for the A main. Fourth in the heat. Fourth through the heat. What was it for qualifying? Was it top? Nothing. Nothing? No, it was through the heat only. And where'd you finish in your heat race? 
sixth out of eight, something like that. Yeah, which I mean, whatever. I I don't know. I I didn't know how to race. I haven't raced one of those things so long, and I don't know how to race them yet. So I'm still trying to figure that out. Because it's like I'm just telling. I know I keep saying it. Say it again. But it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard with kids that do that every week and have their cars dialed in since they were like twelve, and they're dialed in. Like their stuff's pretty good. Like it's crazy to me though. Brent Cruz, like I feel like everybody thinks like he's like showing up with some big hauler, flatbed trailer, yeah. open trailer, shows up, waxes, just so fast. It's awesome. <laughs> so you still have the track house car? No, it's like ten. It's the I think it's the GoPro car. He's only track house car in midgets, I think. I don't know. He was wearing. I know when he was racing. The track house sticker on it. There's some chili bowl. It was like NASCAR something. But like NASCAR rivals. Oh really? But yeah, you should open. He had a track house sticker, but he's a ten. Like it says, ten J chassis and says GoPro on the side, and he's just faster than everybody. Yeah. Who won last night? Cannon McIntosh. Shocker. Those cars. Is are he? Is he so from nice. around here, or did they move here? I think dude, it's weird how open wheel. I swear, Millbridge. Has made open wheel people move to North Carolina. I've noticed more and more open wheel people being in North Carolina. Open wheel as in dirt people. As in like midget people. Like dirt midget people. I mean, it doesn't hurt that Nick Kaufman also is kind of. No, no, but I'm saying. I mean, straight up like USAC, Power, Power Eye, like those kind of people are in North Carolina more so than before. I feel like if you were a big time major guy, you moved moved to Indiana before. I think that's still fifty fifty. I I just noticed a bunch of people moving out here, and maybe they're going more to the NASCAR side of things or more asphalt stuff. But I just noticed it, and I swear it's because of Millbridge. It's crazy the the wave across the industry. I feel like that they've caused. You know what I love about Millbridge? Walking taco. Chili cheese fries. LP guys. I got a walking taco and then I was still hungry, so I went back around and got a corn dog. <laughs> Top tier food there. They do and it's cheap, dude. Like it's like three fifty, I think, dude, for some chili cheese fries. Yeah, it's like you go, I I was expecting it to be expensive because it always is when you I mean, go to a racetrack. It's legitimately run by a couple of racers. Yeah, it's awesome. That live on the property. I love it there. Even though we sucked, I still love it. It's so cool. Jeremy and Ashley do a very good job with the marketing side of things, with the product side of things. Yeah. Race control is usually pretty stern but fair. No, yeah. Like, I had the race receiver on, and I'm like, because I've dealt with, whenever I was a kid, I've had, like, people who, like, just don't care, and then I've had people who are, like, screaming at nine-year-old kids on the race receiver. And it was like, like someone was late. She was like, if you do this again, we're not waiting for you. Like, because... I think she saw him coming because he was on the on-ramp and I'm sitting there waiting for my heat and he like drove around. It's like yellow, yellow because like, they were going green. It's like yellow, yellow, yellow. It's like, if you do that again, we're not waiting for you. You're starting at the tail. And I'm like, that's fair. They waited, Stern put him in the back. Them. It's cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's I'm kind of pissed you didn't come out. You know how far that is away from my nah, house? Yes, I know. That is, so that's what? When are you going to get 30. with the times and move closer to your that's, industry? 30 minutes east? I don't know. It's like, it's like 15 minutes from the knee shop. I know okay, that. Okay, so that's roughly 15, 20 minutes from here. 
Yes. We're in Mooresville. Correct. So that'd be 30 minutes. Yeah, you're on the other side. So what if we race Mountain Creek? Mountain Creek is out in Cheryl's Ford, isn't it? Yeah. That's, so That's still 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, 20 house. minutes. Oh, man, I can't drive 20 minutes to support I mean, my friends. I mean, like you guys were talking to me at the track this weekend. You guys were just, all you do was talking trash. Tell me my barn door was open. Well, yeah, because that's funny. <laughs> no, I'd go to Mountain Creek. There used to be a rivalry between Millbridge and Mountain Creek. Maybe they've mended the I think the they fences. have. They should. I mean, if you think about it, if they run... Rising tides raises all ships. If exactly. You have two premier racetrack facilities, and I think that's what they want. Yeah. Two premier racetrack facilities, do a two-track championship. And then throw like maybe like a couple races at Rockfish here and there. Or uh, East Lincoln. I think it's too big. They that's what that was used to be the only place they raced micros out here. I was gonna say race the micros at Iredell County Fairgrounds, but that track is too sucky. Yeah, there's no banking. Is there a wall? No. That's <laughs> there's your issue. <laughs> you can't have. Hold on. There is a wall. It's knee high. Hay bales or what? No, <coughs> permanent wall. I'm surprised they haven't had the way that micros have taken off. Like, no one's done an indoor race at like Bojangles. Coliseum. That well, would think be sick. They've raced Legends cars in there. They've also raced it probably on the concrete. No. It was dirt because it was a monster truck show, and they ran Legends cars around I the, mean, I the think obstacles. That's the, I think realistically that's the only way you can do it. No, dude. I think if you – well, in my mind, if you made it a true track, you could do it. Like, bring in, like, good dirt. I mean, it's the same way the Chili Bowl is. Think about how big Millbridge is, really. It's not. It's smaller than a football field by a long shot. I don't think you shot. could fit it inside, though. I think you could. I think you could do it. Not in Bojangles Arena. So let's, because I, I, I'm Cause curious Bojangles about this. Bojangles set up for a hockey rink, which is very small. Like very that would small. be like the wall around that would, dude. On, the wall around that would be like the size of Millbridge, but then you have no runoff if a car crashes and flips into the grandstands. Correct. You know? Like you could barely get that done in St. Louis. Not really, dude. My, that's way bigger than Millbridge. I think, write this down because whoever you know runs that, you know that guy. Yeah. Sub out the midgets, put in 600s. You'd have so many damn cars, dude. So? But that's, no, not really because that's even, the reason people didn't go to St. Louis was because they didn't want to tear the stuff up for Chili Bowl. And yeah, the Tulsa shootout's closer. Closer to... But it would put on a good show. I think they should start. That'd be doing like that. the perfect size track. I think it's that's like big. Yeah, but you're ripping the cushion. You're just all up on the chip. Dude, could you imagine? Well, imagine like the outside of that track. If you were on the cushion there in a micro, and one of them hopped a left or hopped a right rear into turn three, they'd be in row sixteen, dude. Yeah, but they also ran midgets there. They did, but they're bigger. In my mind, like, sometimes bigger and more horsepower, like, goes slower because they don't have as much room to maneuver. And they're not as hooked up. Exactly. So, but I think it's something to think about, North Carolina people. We should have an yeah, indoor. Yeah, very niche. I'm going to talk, talk to, what was it, Ashley? I'm going to talk to her. I'll be like, y'all should think about doing an indoor because I think it'd be kind of I mean, of they, have, they have done indoor events. Like cart races, right? In West Virginia. Okay. Well, like Micros? They, no, uh, wing outlaws wing outlaw. and carts. 
I mean, that track that, like, Larson always talks about, like, all, like, the good major guys from California come from, Red Bluff, isn't that indoors? It looks like, I've watched videos. It's like a rodeo arena is what it looks like. I have no idea. I think an indoor micro race in North Carolina would work. It's just really weird that Make a big deal out of racing it. is, like, pockets, right? There's now a pocket in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. There's a pocket in Pennsylvania. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is... Or at least that's what like, that that is no it still is. Where it is that is where it is like that is micro and racing. Then California California yeah nothing nowhere kind of I mean else. yeah I mean maybe in Indiana a little bit the Oklahoma scene would kind of bleed into like North Texas a little bit but it's it's the same scene it's the same guys you're usually traveling from Texas to Oklahoma yeah like no one's coming to you like they used to race Kennedale like when they raced Cowtown dude them things would fly it was crazy. Wing car at Cowtown's way too big. Wichita Falls used to be an asphalt track. They made it a dirt track. Flying around there. But. Do you hear that? That's the sound of everyone tuning out. No, I mean. Minutes ago. You're, I don't know why you're such a Debbie Downer. Maddie Downer. I mean, I've had a rough day. I know, but like still. I feel like we're, we're kind of on a roll. Whatever. Now, now we're really tuning them out. But anyways. Indoor. Where, so where it. Charlotte area, where you think Spectrum? No, it's not Spectrum. Are yeah. you talking like does it have to be indoors or can it be like an outdoor facility? I mean, it could be outdoor, but with I feel stadium like seating. Open, open season. I think a cool place to do it. Now, logistically speaking, it would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the night stadium. <laughs> the Charlotte Knights, yeah. the baseball field, yeah. How would you run the track? I don't know. You'd put it, just dirt it all up and then make a track right in the middle because you'd have all the the seating. Like, make this track from center field to, like, the pitcher's mound, right? Then you got fencing. Yeah, but then you're sitting so far away. The pitcher's mound? I feel like you're sitting so far away. It's got... Two levels of seating. And I feel like you're sitting kind of low. Like, you wouldn't so, see anything with the wall. You're going to have to have a wall. The night, you, you could have a fence. Put, dude, you a, could literally just take all... A 600 of, is 700 pounds. 775 pounds. You could literally pounds. just take all the infrastructure... I mean, this is just theoretical. You could literally just take all of the, the walls and stuff from Millbridge and plant it in there. Or just get new stuff and then make a traveling right. stadium series. Like the stadium super truck series. You'd think... No. But I'm just saying that's a cool backdrop. No, it is. I, I agree like, with that. Like, logistically speaking, there'd be nowhere for anybody to park. Correct. Unless you did it in left field. You parked the trailers in left field. There's still not enough space. Yeah, yeah, there's not. Have you ever been down there? Mm-mm. It's literally like they cut out a city block, and that's it. Panthers Stadium? What's that one called? Uh, I mean, you could definitely Bank do of America it. America Stadium. You could definitely do it. It would just be so expensive. I think that should be like a th- I, there's got to be an indoor place around. It would work. I mean, you could almost do that Spectrum Center. Yeah, that's a basketball stadium. I mean, they did the whole NASCAR pit crew challenge thing there. I thought that was at Bojangles. I thought it was at Spectrum. I'm fairly certain it was at Bojangles. Uh, dude, look how sm- that there no shot. That was at Spectrum. It's way too small. Or is. Is the basketball stadium smaller than an ice hockey rink? Yeah. yeah. So maybe it was a spectrum. 
I don't know. Be cool though. Something to think about. Yeah, I mean, I just know I'm trying to think of where they've done monster truck shows. <laughs> Everywhere. But the North Carolina State Fairgrounds in Raleigh. I've never been there. I've been there once. You could do it. It would just take some infrastructure, like you said. No, no, I think it'd be kind of neat. And I think you get big car count if you use like the right. Because the problem is, I've raced at a couple of like the monster truck show dirt races and legends cars. And the problem is, the dirt they put in is like so soft. You, you want to talk about rooster tails and ruts, ruts like crazy, rooster tails like crazy. It's not a dirt race, like it's more like an off road race. Yeah. One of those deals I went and did, I forget the guy's name, but they had so it was in Reliant Stadium in Houston. We had to track all the way around. Now known as NRG Stadium. Yeah, we had to track all the way around, like all the monster truck obstacles, and so then like there a was circle. It no, so it was an oval, very wide oval. I mean, actually, it was more of a circle. I never stopped turning right whenever I was doing it. But they had like these two like little mini jumps, which was for like the monster truck racing. It's where they take off, and the one guy like I had lapped him a couple times, and I was coming up on him. I saw the checkered flag. And he just lined up the jump in a Legends car and launched that thing, dude. <laughs> Put on a show for the people. It was awesome. Broke his back, probably. No, because he landed no like he's like coom coom nose first, bent the front clip. It wasn't his car. Bent the front clip. Of course, destroyed why would you it. do that to your own car? <laughs> Actually, I didn't even I didn't even win that race. I led like every lap, and uh, there's concrete on the edges, like the dirt rolls off. And I've been getting kind of close to, like, dipping the right rear off on the straightaway. And I finally did it on the concrete. This is actually a long story. My dad took the left rear tire pressure and put it in the right rear. So I had six pounds in my right rear tire. So it was just folding over. So as soon as I dipped onto the concrete, rolled her off the beat, had a flat, ran second. Socks. You'll get that. Those were the days, though. I did a couple of those. I did one in a Bandolero. In Graham, Texas, it was like a rodeo arena. And that thing looked like freaking Jonathan Davenport going around there. I wish I had pictures. It'd go off in the corner, wah, pop, 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 pop. Throw it sideways, back of the gas, wah, all the way through there. Honda Predator motor just going crazy. No, it's bigger than that. It's like a lawnmower engine. Those things have like 30 horsepower. A good Predator could have 30 horsepower. No shot. A built clone? A built clone, maybe. I mean, a built flathead, definitely, but like... An open motor? Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. I guess, honestly, they... If a built... If someone did a built Bandolero motor, those things would probably make like 60 horsepower. Right. But there are always rules, so... They should have made that a class. Just priced everybody out. They already did it anyway. I mean, what is racing these days? Yeah, like just I just, ta- I just talked about micros, like... People spending thirty thousand dollars on a R six motor. I just found the deal of a century on racing junk. Oh jeez, you never found the deal of a century. It's a race ready Arca car. Oh yeah, see why you are an Arca fanboy in a half. You love Arca. It's a. Do you know where it came from? It came from the Midwest. Where am I from? Midwest. I just don't. You're like Zac Efron in that movie. That's why I like ASA. ASA is cool. I like ASA. ASA, where did it start? In the Midwest. In the Midwest. I mean, hell, by the time I got to Late Models, it was just the ASA Midwest series. Hell yeah. There's still an ARCA Midwest tour. Yeah. Yeah. But it was race ready. 
It was an east-west car. Not really built for the main series. Mm. 25 grand. 25, yeah. 25 grand. That's not a deal. That's a deal. No, it's not. The is cars it cars from like it? 2012. That's not a deal. That's like a Turner chassis. Not a deal. I wouldn't spend 25 grand on an Xfinity I mean, roller gonna, from 2012. Gonna, but I'm not going to buy it, but I'm just saying if someone's out there that's listening. But why would you buy that car? To go race. And run. You could run top 15 in an Arc East race. Yeah, because there's only 15 cars there. So? Doesn't count. It's more Arca East top 15s than you got. Because I never did it. I've also never lost an Arca East race because I never ran one. Yeah. So think about it that way. Just saying, I would, I would not. That's just too much money for an Arca car. That's that old. It's too old. You know damn well there's people racing cars older than that. I know. I think Brad Smith's cars from like 1993. The chassis, at least the center section. It's gnarly. That's gnarly. Wild. Yeah, I don't know. We're, they're racing Talladega this week, aren't they? They are. Shout out to our guy. John Garrett in the field. Fort Worth screen printing. And he has the shirt on. I got the shirt on. We're, I, you show up like, damn, we're really representing today. I would uh, show the back, but it doesn't look anything like his current car. Yeah. We had a old Tony Jones had his ARCA car at our shop. Yeah, on the pull down? Mm-hmm. Tony Jones. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, off week plans. You got any more? Millbridge. That's it? <laughs> I mean, it's going to get, you. I, I it's gonna to get rained out. I want to go golfing tomorrow, but you never texted me back. You so. did not text me that. You texted me last night and said, you sucked. Mm. You're like, B-Main, geez. I said, what's your schedule like for tomorrow? Oh, I thought that you were trying to schedule a podcast tomorrow. No. So you're just going to blow it off entirely. <laughs> but no. I, I mean, I wanted to do this from home. But. I'm going to do Millbridge Saturday, hopefully. And if it doesn't, if you don't go to Millbridge, uh, Pocket's birthday is on Saturday, and we're going to go to GoPro in the rain. So I kind of hope it rains Saturday. Just for the invite. I didn't. It's not my birthday. Damn. I, I'm, I can't go anyway, but. Yeah, exactly. Well, you don't want to go to the dance. You just want to get asked. I mean, I would. I would throw down at GoPro. In the rain? In the rain. No shot. I've done it before. You probably had a good part. Oh, oh, oh goodness. Oh, that's going to that's go on for so long. I'm about to kick him out. Chill. Chill. Hey, hey. Stop it. I remember when I first moved down here, I lived like 10 minutes away from GoPro. I was there probably twice a week. Really? Yeah. That's expensive. I That's know. That's an expensive habit. I know. I was living off my college uh, student loans. So you're living off. The, you get your refund or what, your FAFSA refund to go straight to GoPro or what? Just needed it. This is my drug. Yeah. Pat, this is going to be a problem. Pat needs a bath so bad. I took him to Millbridge twice. Millbridge twice. I haven't given him a bath. Then today. Oh, dude, today I got scared. First, he runs out of the shop. There's like been some mud puddles in front of the shop. Comes back in, full legs are brown. He's a like golden dog. Legs are dark brown, soaking wet. 
So then I get him back in there, and then he runs off again, and I could not find him. I walked all through the woods. I walked behind. I walked behind our shop. Walked over behind the Fab shop. Drove around. Drove around the whole park. Couldn't find him. And like I'm pulling back up to the shop. Meanwhile, like, you're supposed to be working. It's slow day. It's a slow uh, week. Should be. Yeah. I mean, I pull back up, and I'm like, I'm like parking, and I'm like, I lost him. He's gone. Like I, he's just gone. Like maybe he'll show back up. Is he? Is he chipped? No. But uh, you should get him chipped. Yeah, probably. Anyways, did you make a little ID collar for him? No, I need to. Yeah, it's bad. What I, are you doing? I know. I was you're thinking a about terrible dog. I was owner. thinking about all that stuff while I was like driving around. I'm like, I didn't. And now like, you're not going to do anything about it. No, I am. I'm going to get some stuff that that, that put the fear of God in me you're right such there. Such a liar. No, I'm. I'm, dude. I was like, I was bummed when I was driving around the park and I couldn't if find him. Winning got out. A my fiance would shoot me in the face. B I would, I would cry. I, yeah, I mean, if if he didn't come back that day, like, I mean, I would have kept looking for him. But I just pulled back up to the shop. He's and a he's, desirable dog. Someone would take that. Dog. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, dude, someone could just take him, put him in the shop, and I'll never find him. My right. name, like, my phone number is not on his collar, like, nothing. And like, uh, you really need to get on that. That's the first thing you do when you get a dog. You go to PetSmart, you get him a couple toys. Well, I mean, he's got the little P with the diamonds on it. I was going to just take my Dremel and engrave my phone number in the back. Bailey. Yeah. It's gonna, or I'll take the engraver. We have an engraver at the shop. I was just going to Plus do that watching up. that stuff when they do the laser and etching. It's phenomenal. But anyway, I pull back up and he's just standing by the door at the shop. And I'm like, oh like, my where you, God. Where you been? Yeah, no, he saw me and he got all excited. I'm like, dude, don't. And then I I tied him up for the rest. I got his, I got his leash and I'm like. You're hooked to my toolbox for the rest of the day. You're not going anywhere. All your tools. No. But yeah. So what are you guys doing? Do you guys do a bunch of maintenance stuff in the off week? Because we got a whole other off week next week. Well, I mean, we're having, we've had some trucks get tore up. So we're getting those fixed, putting them back together. Uh, some of that, I don't know, micro sprint racing. <laughs> But I, like I said, I don't really work on the micro during work hours. Tomorrow we're technically off, but I'm going to the shop. That's going to be a long day. I did not realize the cleaning. It's not like a roll Clean it out. Of a micro? Yeah, it's not like a roll it out, pressure wash it off, bring it back inside. No, no, no. Mm-mm. It's a lot of work. It's a laborious activity. So, like, doing that and grinding tires and stuff. Watching film. Yeah, I watched a bunch of races at Millbridge. That's where I got that three wide middle. I watched someone do that. I'm like, oh, it's nice. I like that. And then in my head, I'm like, I'll never do that. And then here we are, B main bomber through the middle. <laughs> what did you think? I didn't even watch a single lap of the cup race this week, but I heard it was terrible. I didn't watch it either. All right, so we better not comment on it. <laughs> I mean, maybe I watched the very end. I didn't watch. A no, actually, lap. no, I didn't. Oh, I watched the beginning because we went and tested a Millbridge that night. So, like, I think we watched, I watched it at the Burger King on the way to the racetrack. Ooh, the one right there? The one right in Mooresville, yeah. The one by Hot Shots. Bingo. I think that's the only one. Yeah, like, LP's like, you want to go to Burger King? And I'm like, it's random. What Burger King? <laughs> I'm like, oh, the one, the one Burger King there so you is. You guys drove into town. We were, We left early, like. Our test didn't start till six. We probably left the shop at three thirty. <laughs> we like we got to the shop super early. We're like, what all we got to do? I'm like, 
Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Put it in the trailer. Yeah. I was scrambling yesterday, though, like, because at... How many times did you go to the parts trailer? None. Really? Yeah, didn't once. Uh, but, like, after lunch was over, I'm like, all right, I'm, I got I to gotta hunker down on this thing. And, like, I'm like, like, I've never gone to the racetrack really by myself like that. Like, Someone like, else is always taking care of your stuff? Well, I mean, not really that, but, like, it's usually, like, me and my dad are going to the track, like, and really, I guess towards the end of like late model racing, I was kind of doing it like I'd always make sure I had all my stuff in the trailer, but I knew what I needed in the trailer at that point. Like I like walk around like, oh, I need a jack. Oh, I need this. And I'm like piling stuff into this wind tunnel toolbox, which is like a, it's like 24 inches wide and got like five drawers on it. Flip up. No, it's a, it's a straight up, it's like an old, old snap on box. But I'm like, okay, wheel wrench is in there. We need a battery for that thing. So I was like, we got we to get the jump box in there. <laughs> uh, what else do we need? I got, oh, I had to go buy, ter- dude, tear-offs are terribly expensive. They're like 50 bucks, right? 30 bucks a pack. Yeah. And I bought five packs and it was like 170 with tax. And I'm like, oh my god. Do you gosh. charge that to the team account? Or? No, I bought that per, I mean, it's my stuff. It's, if it's going on me, it's on me. So like. I did that, and you go through those things out there, especially when the track's wet like that, and you're running in the trunk like I am. A lot of debris. A lot of stuff flying. I mean, especially because probably disgusting. The yeah, it's bad. It's bad, real bad. Much much worse than the test. Yeah, you get you a nice ice scraper. I got one. I that was I went at lunch. I went and got tear offs. I got an ice scraper. I got a race siever. And I was going to get the graphics, but they were closed or they weren't ready yet. And I actually had LP go get them on his way home or way to the shop from school. What was on the menu today at the rest, the one restaurant? Donna's. Yeah. I didn't go today. No. I ate out for lunch today. Let's cook out. <laughs> wow. It's literally like high school. It's like, oh, you're not eating in the cafeteria. We're going to McDonald's. <laughs> I was talking with some fellas from work and we are in the bread basket. I think I've brought this up. No, we, we talked about this for a long time last week. Because we went to another new restaurant this week. Wow. I'll Today. tell you what I did. Donna had a new special yesterday, Italian sausage subs. She had spicy and hot. And son, those things were right. I got an Italian sausage sub and a chicken salad sandwich and some salt vinegar chips. What's that running about? Seven bucks? Dude, nothing at all. It's like seven. It was like, and I got a Powerade. It's seven dollars. Donna's the place to be. And like I said, we tried a new place. I'm, we might just do food reviews because, like, we could legitimately do a full week of just Mexican food places, and like, like we had Greek food today. You're not gonna stop, really? Greek food? Yeah. You get a gyro. I had a, a gyro, as people down here call it. No, it's a gyro. I know it's a gyro, but people down here call it a gyro. No. In Texas, we always call them euros. Okay. People here, dude. You hear this? You hear the neighbor's dog right now? Yeah, I do. <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to push it. through. <laughs> Just trying to focus here. But I, here, I hold did. On. I'm a keep talking. Talk to the camera. No, I don't want to talk to the camera because you're gonna run in front of the camera anyway. So if you go want to get a good look at the dog, he's coming straight by the Stop camera. Barking. But anyway, 
I think I picked up a new hobby, or tr- I'm trying to pick up something. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just going to be worse. She's going to be pawing at the door. All right, what's your new hobby? I'm going to try. I'm diving sh- headfirst into the shallow end um, for paint schemes. Designing Are you? Paint schemes. Really? Yeah. That's a tough one because there's a lot of good guys out there that are better than you. I know. I'm doing it more for the fact that I can then better relay what I want to our designer. See, now, that makes sense. If I can understand the programs and the layering and the palettes and all this stuff, I can better convey what I want to the guy who actually designs our schemes and say there's a small change that needs to be made that I, A, don't want to pay for because a lot of these guys will charge you for. They'll give you like three or four edits, but then after that fourth edit, you got to pay for it, an additional 25, 30 bucks. Right. Luckily, I have a good enough relationship with my guy where it's not going to happen, but there are instances where he is busy and like I need something quick, what have you. So I just, that's more my angle. Right. Like if there's a small edit that can be made that I can make rather than waiting, because our North Wilkesboro paint scheme, it probably took with all the edits and stuff um, for this one specific truck. We went through, we started with four designs, mm-hmm. narrowed it down to two, expanded it back to four, so we added two new designs, <laughs> narrowed that down to two. So do all those cost money? Like when you have, luckily, I have a good relationship with this designer. But aren't they not like completely different designs, or are they just like slightly different? Some of them. So the first four were all different. Yeah. The sec when we got down to two and we expanded to four, the two were it's variations of the the other two of the other two. Then when we got down, we picked one out of that. Then we went to four versions of the same paint scheme. Oh, my goodness, dude. That's how tedious it gets sometimes. So we finally got that done, I'd say, the beginning of Bristol Dirt Week. And we had been working back and forth a month. Damn. On one paint scheme. Now, this is a very special, specific paint scheme. They're not all like that. Some of them, it's just the first one looks good and you just ship it. It's just good enough. Like, yep, works for me. But I, I get that. Like, I feel like paint schemes and then, like, T-shirt designs or any, like, design of, like, what you want it to look like, sometimes it's very hard to like you have convey, this, ex- right. like, the, the image in your head of what it should be like. And you're like, that's not it. Yeah, so I'm doing that to kind of bridge the gap. It makes sense. Probably that's smart. I mean, I, it's I, another. I bought these courses. It's 250 hours worth of, like, videos. Damn. I mean, that's just another notch in your belt for your profession. I feel like that's probably a good move. Yeah. But we're both diving into new things. I'm driving micros and he's designing paint schemes. And like a good designer will probably spend his hours, his labor hours, probably eight to 10 hours per paint scheme. Really? I mean, I guess I believe that for like a really good one. For like a really good detailed one. But then there's like some guys like like Blackbeard, who I feel like it can't take them that long, because they're right. so simple, but they just look so good. But for me, going through the process, I think a lot of the time is just sitting there trying to think, 
of what to do rather than actually doing it. Yeah, when you're with a blank canvas. When you're with a blank canvas and you're like, what do I do? Well, I mean, a lot of times it's like, okay, you got the you got a sponsor logo. Right. That's a color palette. And then you work from there. Yeah, so we have another one in the works that took this one only took we're on design one still. And the logo lends you to the design in the sense of like you said, colors and stuff, but also angles and design stuff right. within that. There's like color fade and all that stuff. But I think the, the pre-work of just trying to figure out what you want to do and some of the frustrating things that I've talked to more on the end of one guy who's our rap guy, also does a little bit of designing. He'll get six, ten, eight hours into a project for a client to come back and say, I just want to scrap that idea. Let's go a different way. Mm. Like, I would be pissed and frustrated at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And not even want to continue. That's true. I never, I never thought about that side of it. Like, ah, oh, that sucks. Start over. <laughs> and then if you're still within that window, like you're not getting paid. But if you could give them a rough draft, that'll probably never happen. Right. So, it's all about, and then the upfront cost of that stuff is ridiculous. Getting all of the templates and all the design materials. Big barrier to entry. Yeah, like there's a website called Pixelsource. I know it's a weird, Mm -hmm. but to get their five panel, what I call it render, so left side, right side, over the top, rear facing, front facing, that's 200 bucks. Really? Just for the generic template. That's intense. And like if you want to get design like patterns and like concepts and stuff to where it's like you can just put this arrow in here or put this color palette in here. That stuff runs anywhere from like or if you want a specific number set runs from anywhere from like 10 to like 50 bucks per. Really? So you're you're racking up a lot of upfront cost for yourself to even try it, right? Obviously, there is a bunch of good free stuff out there, but you can only get so far with that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then, like, there's this whole new thing. The 3D render stuff blows my mind and how these people... Yeah, dude, like, lefties out of control. Like, all the hero card designs where they... Like, the truck hasn't even been on track yet, but they can get that 3D render. And iRaising does an okay job but not as good as that. But not as good as and clean as some of these people. Can yeah. Do. Well, I mean, like that lefty guy, he can like. He does videos. He does video. Like I don't know how. Like how do you do that? He made he made that thing. Like I don't even think he meant. I don't know if it was for NASCAR when he like first he made first it. First did it. Yeah. And then now it's like a NASCAR. Like it's like the trademark thing with like Richard Petty, and Dale Senior, and bang those out in like an hour, two hours. Granted, I'm thinking there's there's tons of work on the back end. Yeah, there's there's probably a ton of stuff to get to the point where you can just put like whatever car on the racetrack. But like all that stuff, and people just do that for fun. Like I don't I, I'm doing it because I feel like it's a necessity for what I need to do. Mm-hmm. But the other people, it's just like fun. Yeah, and that's just wild to me. I get it, but it's just wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Tell it again. Uh, that'll probably do it for this week. 
I don't really have much else to talk about. You're going to end it? I mean, I I usually end it. I don't really got much else to talk about. We sucked at Millbridge. We raced in the rain at Martinsville. Going to Talladega. How many hot dogs did you have? Oh, we can't get into that. I had 11. On a single day show. A single day show, that's impressive. It is. And it was kind of performative, I'm not going to lie. Someone asked me, what's most every 13? Oh, yeah, right. But honestly, like when I got there, it was like 8 a.m. or might have been before 8 a.m. That was. And I had two. That was. Right a, out the jump. I'm not going to lie. That was a brutally long day. It was so long. I mean. I was up. I left my house at 6.30. So I was up at 6. And I didn't get. I didn't walk in the door of my house till 3.30, 3.45 the next morning. Similar. I mean, I, I think I got up and at like 5. And then I had to so. write my press release. I think I got up at like five or so, five five thirty, and I didn't get back till three a.m. So twenty two hour, twenty two and a half hour day, twenty one and a half hour day. That was brutal. It, it it was one of those days where it feels like the stuff you did in the morning was yesterday. Two days ago. Yeah. yeah. Rain delay definitely didn't help. No, should have shouldn't have been that long. Just throw the rain tires on, take uh, the rain tires and put them back on. It's it's wild. I was the nice guy. I was the hot dog. Order guy, so not everyone has to go by themselves and get hot dogs. I said to the team, what do you guys want for hot dogs? Six people wanted all the way. Six people wanted nothing on it. Psychos. I told them, all right, here's psychos. Here's your bag of hot dogs. Because some of them didn't even put ketchup or mustard on it. They just say That's that's gross. That's just like a plain hot dog. That's gross. That's not. That is a sick person. I'm sorry. If you're listening, but if you, if you go dry hot dog, you're there for the hot dog. I feel like hot dogs mostly are, they're, uh, elbows and assholes. No, what is, what is, what is, what's the word? They're, uh, a transport for the stuff that's on top. Like it's oh. a, it's like a holder a for cargo ship. A, yeah. It's like the other stuff is like what makes it good. Like if you don't put anything on there, a hot dog is gross. So what would you would you eat ketchup and mustard in a hot dog bun and then like no hot dog? No, I guess that's not the right way to put it. But like you have to have one, the one complements the other. Like you have to have some lubrication. No, it's not even that. It's just flavor. Like it's just the flavor. What if they just really love hot dogs? Then you're a psycho. That's what it is. I was doing especially so, those hot dogs. I was doing so well. I'm kind of on a diet now. I was doing so well. I only had two hot dogs. Pro, like that was to post qualifying. Mm-hmm. But then when I got so we got around after tech, got twelve hot dogs. All of them were gone. Right. Damn. When when back got twelve more hot dogs, six and six. After qualifying and stuff, you know, for pre race stuff, nobody wanted any. So I'm like sitting there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> These things sit here long enough. I'm gonna eat them. People slowly kept coming in and getting hot dogs and stuff, but I ended up, long story short, polishing off <coughs> four more hot dogs. Like, in wait, succession. so what, what was your total? Six, six. Huh? In succession. I mean, yeah, I mean, within a span of a half hour. So, like, my problem was, is like, I'd go get two. Okay, I'm hungry. I go get two dogs, and then. Someone shows up with some dogs. Oh, I'll get one of those. Go back. I'm a little hungry again. 
I got the card down. No, no harm, no foul. Yeah, that's that's the problem when the teams put their cards down. But it's not like if I bought eleven hot dogs myself, that's twenty two bucks. Yeah, I mean Who it's cares? not terrible. <laughs> it's not bad. But I mean eleven dogs, that's too many. Like it it was too many. I'm not gonna lie. But they're just so tasty and you only get them. I don't my two day total I think was sixteen. That's fair. And I think it was pretty lopsided. I think it was like four and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Got to taste the first day. You're like, I'm gonna hold myself back. And no, it was day opposite. Two. It was twelve the first day. Oh, well, you know how that goes. You get a little sick. <laughs> Not eating that many today. I wish. I wish more tracks had like concession stands. Yeah, affordable concession stands. Yeah, like like Martinsville. Should I break some news on this podcast? Like. I mean, you can't, but let me get this out. Like, Bristol has a concession stand in the infield, but it wasn't very good. I, I got it was chick- like 22 bucks for chicken tenders. I got chicken tenders. No, it wasn't that much. But 16 bucks, sorry. It was too expensive and not anywhere close to the the flavorful experience of a Martinsville dog. It was just chicken strips, like worse than my high school would serve. Sorry to roast you up, Bristol. But, and it was really good. When Torchies was in the infield at Texas, you could walk out the garage and get you some tacos. They're not there anymore. I know. It sucks. Because we had that long day at Texas, and I definitely would have got a few, uh, what are they, the Bushwhacker, I think was the one I always get. I know, I've never I've never been to Torchies. Oh, it's fire. It's good. It's just like most fast food places in Texas. They're just better than the other one. We won't get into that. What was your news? Let's go. J.J. Yaley will not be driving the 51 full-time for the rest of the year. He will now be? No, will not. Oh, well, I thought, well, when was he ever? People were talking. Oh. Well, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to... That's not news. <laughs> How's that not news? I mean, no disrespect to J.J., but like a speculation that isn't true isn't news. A speculation that is true, news. Someone asked me the other day, like, is there any... Cause a certain driver showed up to a certain place where I was. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys who works with me goes, oh, are you starstruck? I said, I really don't get starstruck or awestruck by any drivers these days. You know, he goes, oh, the only driver that still to this day for me is Richard Petty. And I got to thinking, I'm like, there's really only one driver that I ever felt truly starstruck. And it was JJ. Really? Yeah, it was JJ. Just because... Where I was, mm-hmm. my first job, and growing up watching NASCAR and stuff, being a very, I was ingrained more in the dirt world than I was in. Yeah, I get that. If you're a dirt stuff. guy back in those and times. And like back was, in like the late 90s, he was, he was fucking everything up. Yeah, he's the man. So to like work with him personally and have a good relationship with him is. That's cool. That's cool. Like meet your heroes. The only time I ever got starstruck was when I was taking a piss next to Kyle Busch in his Michigan bathroom. You stared at his penis, didn't you? No, I just walked in and, like, this was the first NASCAR race I had been, like, I went to. And I'm like, holy shit. Went to or was a part of? Well, I guess I, w- I was a part of. Like, I was a part of the road crew. Oh, this wasn't your truck start. No, no, no. This was, this was prior. And I'm like, oh, shit. They come in here, too? <laughs> They're not at their bus? <laughs> what? But, yeah, I mean... They're all just people, I guess. Yeah. 
put their pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. I feel like I get more like like that whenever I go to like a local race and it's like, oh, that's Bubba Pollard. It's not really a local race if Bubba Pollard's showing up. But still. Right. And like, who, then, did, who did you idolize growing up? Racing? Like racing-wise. No one. I didn't watch racing when I was a kid. That's kind of a psycho thing to say. Like I didn't. But I, like, in the I sense guess, of I mean, what made you even start? My dad raced. So that's why I did. So you looked up to him. Yeah, but it's not like my dad. I ran on my third race. I won, and my dad quit after that because he was racing somewhere else. He was like, "I'm. It's like I'm, that was my last race. I'm done." You think he wants to go back racing? No, because he's like he went and ran a sport mod once, and he's not. Not just. It's just not. I don't know. Not, not his deal anymore. anymore. Yeah. Pick but up like, some golf clubs or what? No, he doesn't like golf. Even though he's talked about maybe trying to take up golf. In the backyard, driving range style. My dad, you're gonna hit something. You hit the wiffle balls. That's what he was talking about doing. You're you're dead on. Yeah, get the dog to go get him. But I'm just gonna tell him like I'm like, dude, it's not like as easy as you think it is. Like I've tried to golf and I'm terrible at it. And I feel like most sports or like things like that I can pick tell up. Tell him to get one of the hit mats. Don't do it from your grass. Okay. Well, he listens. So there you go, dad. I'm just saying he's gonna hack up his backyard trying to. Yeah. The thing about golf is it's just so frustrating. But you want to go back every time. I don't know. I haven't golfed in a while. <laughs> Ever I mean, since would, me and you went and I hit those 19 houses on the golf course. I mean, I would love to go golfing again. I just don't have time. Take that back. I went I went when I was in Austin. We didn't even play the full 18. We did nine and dipped. Went to the lake. <laughs> Way more fun. <laughs> I bet. All right. Now I'm tired of it. All right. I had something else I was thinking of, but... uh. I'll just keep it in the old save memory for bank. The Patreon. Yeah, save for the Patreon pod that we don't have. But y'all, uh, hope y'all like the podcast. Like, subscribe. We're going to be on YouTube now. Trying oh, you got to gotta put this at the front now. Pass. Subscribe. Uh, Swipe in, tap up. I, I, I apologize for Pat and his barking. The neighbor's dog's barking. And like even when he wasn't, me and Matt could still hear the neighbor's dog barking. And that riled Pat up. He doesn't like that. I'm going to go give Pat a bath. And, uh, yeah, finished cleaning my sheets because also the thing he did at Millbridge last night was eat a bunch of dirt. And this morning, guess who's throwing up on the sheets? Fat Pat. So I got to go move those to the dryer. But uh, hope you all like this episode, and we'll see you all next time. Bye.